The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome to Tuesday, everybody. How are you? It is the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, the book. Matt Peralt, the Bostonian, live on Twitter and on YouTube at Boston versus the book. Sports Grid replay at night. Lots to get to. And Dave is wearing what I used to wear to practice when I was 12 years old. Give me very much of a PTSD sign and reaction when I saw you I, sign on this morning. It flipped me out. I had no idea. I mean, actually, I did because you told the story before on the show last summer, the first time I wore it. And then I forgot. So when we show up, we don't see each other. We text yeah. all morning, blah, 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 blah. And then boom. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> you pulled out your baseball that you got from the 12 year old, you know, little league. There it is right there. Up and handover. And um, it's really weird because the guy who wrote that, the guy who wrote that baseball, yeah, gave it to me for being an all star for back to back years. So I got 1988, 1989, and over majors, Baltimore. We were were the Orioles, Teddy. And I'll let Teddy's name go nameless. I know his name. I'll say he ended up being the DJ at my wedding. Really. Yeah, he uh, he like transitioned out of being a coach and whatnot, but I stayed in touch with him over the years. He would always write me stuff, whatever job I was at, whatever thing I was putting on social media. And he would always be like, this is so cool to watch your career. This is so amazing, blah, blah, blah. And. And he's frozen just like that. Damn it. Snap your fingers. Come back. Hello. Hello. Oh, you check. Yeah. You good. No. You're, you're delayed. There you are. Now you're back. Okay. okay. That ain't me. I reset everything this morning. Uh, the, he, he ran, he was running a, a DJ company. That's what he was doing on the side. And I needed a DJ for after the band was done. I needed like an hour, two hour long DJ to kind of take us into the night, if you will. And I hired Teddy. <laughs> and he was, he was, you had a there. band and a DJ at the wedding. Yeah. Outdoors under a tent. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bluegrass bluegrass band really mm. southern themed barbecue my good friend from high school uh, runs the best barbecue joint in all of massachusetts really all of new england how many people were at the wedding oh gosh i don't remember 150 maybe 200 okay wasn't huge it was on my brother's farm put up a huge tent hot Out as on the holy farm. hell oh yeah Oh my! What time of year was it? September. It was hot. It was unbelievably hot. Football season, you did it. Uh, yeah, Labor Day weekend, like right. Oh, Labor Day weekend on top of everything else. (laughs) Perrault has a wedding. Like people aren't busy enough. Yeah, we did that. It was good. I mean, I had my southern friends. Bill Dunham came with his wife Mary. They came up to it, and they felt like they were at home. So 
Wow. Yeah, if you ever need a barbecue wow. place to go to in Sturbridge, Mass, I can tell you my friend Brian Treitman, who runs it, it's unbelievable food. I mean, like people literally drive from Vermont and Maine, New Hampshire to go to it. It's wow. that good. It's such it's such good, it's such good food. So yes, this is the, the walk down memory lane to Andover, Massachusetts portion of the program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I didn't laughs> all memories are good. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> all of my memories are worth coming back. Uh, let's start with the good news of the day here. Damar Hamlin is cleared to play football again. Yep. Should he? I oh, only he can answer that. It's right. just great to see him sitting talking and even the possibility of him doing it is awesome. Right. I mean, you know, there's just so many things that could have gone bad. I was sitting with my sisters and brother-in-laws and nephews down in Arizona that night when that happened. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, that shook me to the core. So just to see him alive and talking and looks like he's back and then cleared, should he play? Like, would you, what would be the hesitation if the doctors and everybody cleared you to play and he wants to play? Yeah, the there is no hesitation if I want to play. There's no, if I am, like, if you said to me, if you speak and go on media, go on radio, if you speak, you die, you could die. I would go, okay, I'll take the risk because this is just what I do. Like I've been doing this for so many years. It's what I've always dreamt of doing. It's what I've been blessed to have a career in. It's I've sacrificed so much to get myself to a place where I can do shows that I stand behind proudly and really like where I'm at and be able to then turn around and teach kids about the process that I got over 20 years, trying to help them avoid the pitfalls that I went through and the mistakes that I made, I would hundred percent say, okay, I mean, you have a 5% chance of something really bad happening. Okay. I'll go ahead and do it. So if football for him is everything, if he goes to sleep at night, thinking about football, if the first thing he wakes up in the morning is thinking about football, then play. Absolutely. Play. What's your passion, do what's in your heart. But if he plays it for a job and he likes it, but doesn't really love it and is doing it because he's really good at football, not because it's what he has to do. Mm. Then I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'd play. Right. And it gets hard too. Cause you know, you got a kid. I mean, I know where he's from. My grandmother lived in McKee's rocks. Like wow. that's the neighborhood. Not it's 10 minutes from where I grew up huh. to make it out and get into the NFL. Like, and make the money that he's making. It's a, it's a hard decision. It's not just like, oh, we'll live or die, you know, like, or I could give up everything. What am I going to do? Like, there's so many things I think that you have to really weigh yeah. when you get put in that position. But yeah, it's good news. I mean, that's, that's, you know, he he's going on right now and saying, I don't want to be done yet. And I mean, I saw a, a tweet earlier. Um, is the comeback player of the year award. Yeah. Ed Lowe tweeted that. I agree. Yeah. Who could, who could win it? Yeah. If he, if he play, Ed Lowe said, if he plays one snap, he wins it. And he's right. I mean, yeah. he plays, he gets on the field once he wins comeback player of the year award. I mean, just the emotions around him, just putting on a helmet and a uniform and playing in the first preseason game would be something. Him is playing yeah. football in general, just, you know, being a part of it, being back with his guys. And again, if that's his passion. And I, I talk about this all the time in my class, like chasing your passion is such a big part of what I think happiness is about. It's not about money. It's not about prestige. It's not about titles. 
It's about passion. Like, what are you passionate about? What do you dream about? What do you think about when you get up in the morning? What's the first thing you think about? Yeah. And if it's not your job, I tell my kids, look, if, it, if the first thing you think about is not your job, then go find a new job. I tell my sisters and, and, I, and my brother and sister this, and I know people come back at me and say like, Matt, not everyone's blessed to do that. And I fully ex- understand that people's lot in life are different. And some people don't have that same ability, that same flexibility. And there definitely is a privilege to be able to do that. But I come back with, there are sacrifices that have to be made to be able to do that. I lived in places I never wanted to live. I lived alone by myself, away, friends, zero, friend, family, zero. Went to places I never thought of my life of living, like Huntsville, Alabama. But I went there. And because I was chasing something, I had something in mind that I wanted to go and accomplish. And if Hamlin is that for football, then I am a hundred percent on board with him playing and let's, and I will be cheering loudly for him, even though he's a bill in playing against the Patriots or whomever he plays football with. Oh yeah. I mean, the team don't matter like that at that point. Um, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff on the show and I, I would say if the first thing you think about every day when you wake up is your job, you might need a little bit of perspective sometimes. Well, to, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, like, in terms of like, if you don't have kids, I'm talking about like, no, well, I mean, even then he's, like, he's, he's in, he's in his twenties. He should be thinking yeah. about one thing, singular focus. I believe I, I'm a big believer in singular focus. When you have a career path in mind, when you want to go after and you want to do things, yeah, you, you got to be dedicated. You got to be fat focused and pushing yourself and, and look at, you can make a career out of things that aren't necessarily careers. Right. You know, for sure. If, if you want to be, if you think about running, you know, you could find a career in health. You can find a career in in, in training right. people. Find a career in being a, you know, being a personal trainer. There's definitely things you can do. Whatever you're thinking about, what are you dreaming about doing? It's it's that fear everybody has of like, well, what happens if it doesn't work? Well, it doesn't work. Oh, the fear of failure has to at, at some point, you figure it out mm-hmm. in life. That the fear of failure should not exist in your course of action. Failure is okay. In yeah. fact, it's learning and you, you know, but sometimes you got to eat. And if you got to go work a job right. to Absolutely. eat hundred percent agree to then chase your passion yep. at night and like, you know, get less sleep because you're going to do something, you know, on your own time, you'll find a way to do it. You, you, you definitely find when you're, when you have a passion for something that bullshit about not having enough time, you find enough time. Right. Or God gives you enough time or the strength to do what you're passionate about. You just can't cheat yourself. And like, I mean, this kid's going to go all in. He's If he's going to play, he's going all in to play. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's. And they must have told him the odds, thing. like the odds must have like of someone hitting your heart and stopping your heart again, or like in the astronomical numbers. When they, they said it was cool to do that the, the first, first time, time right? right? So it's like winning the lottery twice. It's like, it doesn't happen. So yeah. Is there a chance for the chance of everything, but right. most it's not going to happen again. Like you should be okay to go. Your heart is healthy. That was the one thing that everyone said, right? How long did his brain go without oxygen? How long was his heart stopped? And they were talking about the long-term impact and how he could come out of the you know, the coma and be very different and not yeah. be able to move. And he came out completely fine. I mean, it is stunning to watch him just sit there and, and like, you would never know like what actually just happened to him. Yep. How crazy it was. I mean, it's a similar story to you. Like people have conversations. They go, wait, what? <laughs> like, what did you, what, what happened to you? <laughs> it's 
still can't believe it. Talked so, to someone else who had a stroke and over over uh, yesterday. I just I can't believe it. I literally. That's I, I get up and sometimes I just say hello to myself to make sure that I can still talk. It's like hello, it's oh fair. good, okay, I'm good. Okay. Let's go. Check, yeah, you got to check the vitals, right? Check the check, Woo. make sure everything everything's going the way it should go. Bam. Make sure everything's moving the right way. So yeah, all right. So the Warriors are down 0-2 to the Kings. Yeah, shame on. I didn't bet it, but I I, I was I I liked the Warriors last night. The thing about the Warriors that I'm kind of kicking myself with is. We saw all year this team lacked the fortitude to win on the road. And they went to one of, if not the most hostile environments in the NBA at the moment. And I and others thought that they were going to win both games. And they lost them both. We should not be surprised. I am surprised, but I should not be surprised that the Kings did what the Kings did. No. Listen, I thought they'd win game one, and then I thought the experience or something would change a little bit yesterday, and you know, Golden State would find right. a way to win. Sacramento exactly. took their best shot and won the game, and then won, you know, going away after Draymond stomped on Sabonis and whatever he pulled his leg. He did pull his leg. I mean, it was yeah. all dirty. Yep. There's a lot of dirty stuff going on under that basket. There's a lot, of, a lot of things happening just in general. But the king doesn't get rid of the throne easily. No. So that's why the King's nope. holding on with both hands and you got to rip the King off the throne. And that's what the Kings are doing. And that's why I got chippy. And that's why I got crazy. I'm not sure I really like the guy behind the GM of the warriors with the cowbell slamming that thing for the entire game. Man, how him. annoying would that be? It's just, oh. I mean, I, I know what you're doing, but come on, bro. Like the, the, a couple of times, oh. hopefully it wasn't the entire game. Like the post said, but you know, the King fans are fired up and they should be because they are literally Sacramento is looked down upon so amazingly by San Francisco. It's not even funny. I mean, like you tell somebody you live in Sacramento, they think you live on the fucking moon. It's like, I live, I live in, you know, I live in San Francisco. Like I, it's the Bay area. If somebody from Sacramento says they live in the Bay area, you get your head slapped. Right. You don't live in the Bay area. You live in Sacramento. So, I mean, that's a franchise that nearly left it's had very little success. First time in 20 years being in the playoffs, and they're up 2-0 on the defending champs. And seven-point dogs in game three. <laughs> it's like, it's like I mean, when we saw the, the, the price before the series, I kept saying, you know, we talked about it. I guess this is the price if it's 1-1. Like, how is it so skewed in Golden State's favor? Golden State was favored in both games. Right. They're favored again at home, rightly so. A much higher number makes sense. And they're down 0-2. Sometimes sports betting is hard. It's 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 crazy. Does Draymond move the number if he is suspended? No. Not at all. I mean, if somebody will take seven, it'll go to six and a half or six, you know, just because they know he's not playing. Right. Does he get suspended? I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. His antics with the crowd, I thought, might push the NBA over the limit. Like, it's bad enough what happened, but then he's out there calling names to fans and getting into it with the fans behind the bench. Can't help himself. I mean, like, enough is enough. At some point, like, it's quite the show. I get it. And sometimes some guys need that animosity created whatever yeah they did in the finals last year against the celtics yeah 
I they, guess but, they manufacture it. That, that that's their game plan. When they're losing and things aren't going right, they will uh, manufacture drama with either the fans or on the court or whatever it might be. I mean, Draymond asked for an X-ray on his ankle last night after the game. Now he was running around fine on that ankle afterwards. So like <laughs> people, people are thinking that like he leaked that out and let that be known so the NBA can be like, all right, Sabonis did pull his ankle. He needs an X-ray to get the thing because it's bothering him. But the fan reaction behavior is just unacceptable. I mean, it's a distraction, but it's Draymond plays that role on the team because Clay and Steph are just not like that. They're quiet. Again, you need a dog in yep. there to do the fight and to do the dirty work. And it's it's still like that. The playoffs are different than the regular season. I'm gonna be mad though if the Kings take out the Warriors just because I want the I want revenge. I I I want Celtics Warriors part two. You're advancing, kind of you're advancing the ball all the way down the court. To I'm the just saying that's what I want. Running. I'm just saying I want that potential. Better worry to about Philly in that second round, son. 14 to 7. 14 and 7. 14 and 7. What's that? Boston's record in the postseason against the Philadelphia 76ers. How did that mean? Oh, no. Two. Sure. What was last year? Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Played last year? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah on the way to the finals yeah i remember so just yeah. yeah um i don't think you'll get suspended i don't either and um golden state's winning game three i think so but curry hasn't looked like curry i mean again on the road this team we talked about it going in when the when the warriors were such big favorites and i should have bet the kings to win the series because you're looking at it going they got to win a road game to win the series. Like they can win every game at home and lose <laughs> and lose the series. They've got to win a, whole, a road game. And I'm not so sure they can win on the road at Sacramento. I know this is going to be, it's, this is going to be really interesting. Cause like now the content space, everybody's going to be talking about this saying they got to win four of the next five. They got to win four of the next five games mm. against Sacramento with Three of them on the road, two of them on the road, two of them on the road. Two, the, yes, thank yeah, you. two of them on the road. It's a two-two-one-one-one format. Yeah, so four out of five is hard enough. Winning twice, I mean, I mean, they got to win every home game and win game five. <laughs> okay, or game we'll seven. See. They better win game three. I mean, oh, I saw. Yeah, that's. The, did you see doubt. the stat? Um, defending champion down 0 2. Oh, God. They've never lost or they've never won. going to say. Anytime that that's happened, the yeah. defending champion in the playoff the next year is down 0 2 in a but series. That, I, I mean, to be fair, normally that means like the team is at the end of the run or the team lost one of their star players or like, I'd be curious how many times that actually happened. Yeah, I believe it was. This is the fifth time. Okay, so that's a small sample size. Okay, small that makes sense. Size. Yeah. So how many yeah. times this actually happened? I mean, the Warriors are going to be that their building's going to be electric. I think they probably do win Game Three, but they're winning Game Three. Curry needs to be Curry. He's got to. I mean, you know, take good shots in rhythm, hit the shots he's supposed to hit. I mean, I thought Game One was the anomaly. Game Two was the anomaly. I mean, that was the one. I was like, okay, I thought the series. The Warriors, okay, they lost. Things will bounce back game two. They'll win game two. 
No, game two, they look worse. Yeah. The series will look more like game one than it will like in game two. Yeah. The series is going to be tight all the way down. I think seven's too many points. I would lean towards the dog. So Boston's got Atlanta tonight. Philly, they had a little trouble with Brooklyn in the first half, but they ended up covering one by 12. So they covered that 10 point line. I think yeah. that's going to be similar to tonight. Right. Where they hang around the number. Yeah. Because Boston in the first half, same number five, right. Boston team total in the first half, same number 61 and a half. I hit both in game one. I don't think I'm betting it in game two. I, I mm. I'm maybe when we get closer to game time. I might, but I'm, I'm, there's just something telling me like my spidey sense is going off here. Like Atlanta might play much better in game two. They got embarrassed down 30 at half. Zigzag theory. Yeah. I mean, it peaked at 10. I'm looking right. at the odd screen right now. I, mean, I think Boston wins the game, but They're I don't think it's going to be half. It was the way that Philly won against Brooklyn last night. It's how I think Boston will win tonight against Atlanta. I think they still might cover. But it's I, I don't expect it to be a blowout out of the gate. Boston up huge at the break. And I don't know. Boston scored over 61 and a half points in all four games against Atlanta this year. I don't know if Atlanta can play defense well enough to keep Boston under that number. But there is something that says, hmm, this game might be different than game one. Right. Um, I don't know. I was on with Gabe and Cam and the Celtics. or I mean, the Sixers were down eight or down 10 and they finally got it to pick minus 125 on a money line and then it went to 120 and i just immediately bet it i was like mm. listen they're winning the game right we took a 10 point favorite and got them at minus 120 it's good it was perfect and then they came back and made their run and they never looked back it's i mean but the celtics have played so well in the first half all season yes been the number one point differential team in the first half. All year. Right. Like, I don't know if it's, if the Hawks find a way to cover, it's a late backdoor cover because they're getting blown out. Right. Well, the, or, I mean, in the first half, I think it could be the point where they, that Boston scores 60 points, which is still pretty good. So you're under 61 and a half. And then it's like 60, 57. And then oh, they keep it close in the first half. Yeah, or oh. they have a lead. Or I mean, or Atlanta has a lead. I mean, Boston can still score 61 points, 62 points, and be losing. Because the only way I think Atlanta actually wins this game is by outscoring Boston. They need Trey Lance to go for 50. Yeah, they can't stop. There's no no, there's no matchup that they like. No. There's nothing there that really oh. it's a matchup nightmare for the Hawks. They don't have anybody to really handle the wings for Boston because their wings are more, you know, three and D type wings, and Boston's got athletes on the wing, right. namely Tatum and Brown. So I don't know, maybe, but maybe we get closer to tip. I'll bet it. And, I, and I'll be back on it. If you guys want action, like the, the numbers all say to bet Boston over team total first half Fandle's got it at 61 and a half and then lay five or four and a half, depending on what the number is going to be in the first half for Boston. Right. But I mean, look what happened. They are, the Celtics are notorious for what happened in game one up 30 and they won by 12. Uh, they are notorious for laying down in the fourth quarter and not yeah. playing hard all the way to the whistle and allowing teams back in. So yeah. double digits is hard to lay for a game, in my opinion, with Boston, because they could easily win by six or seven and you don't cover winning the whole game. 
and then they, and then I'll cover. I don't know. I don't know if Boston covers tonight. I I would say Atlanta's one and zero ATS. I could see the Hawks being two and zero ATS. Well, actually, sorry, no. Boston no, didn't cover. Game Boston one, covered game yeah, one. Yeah, barely though. But I could see Atlanta going in and covering game two. Cleveland and the Knicks. New York's up one zero. Yeah. The total was two seventeen and a half in game one. I bet the under and hit it easily. Does this play differently? Because I've seen a bunch of people say bet this thing over tonight. That this is going to be a different game. It's a different orange. It's a clashing of orange. Yeah, it doesn't clash. I tried to get all my orange stuff. Um, I'd bet under again. I don't know. This is one of those games. It's just it's a series that uh, it's close. It's more defensive. I don't. There's no runs. That's why I like under. I mean, it's just it's just I don't know. This was a tough watch for me. In game one, mm-hmm. I was like, this is not, I don't, I mean, it was, it was a tough watch in that it's not, it's like the old NBA where it's a lot of like, we're taking a shot clock down to under five. We're trying to, you know, pass the ball. The Knicks were doing some isolation. Donovan Mitchell just took over the game for the Cavs. I don't know. I like under. Yeah, three in a row for the for the Cavs to the under. Went under by 18 points in game one. It's 214 now. I still would have been under. Cavaliers at home this year were 23 and 19 to the under. Knicks on the road were 21, 19, and 2 to the under. Defensive ratings. The the thing that jumped out at me when I was doing when I was doing the breakdown in game one was the Cavs are the number one team with opposing points given up this year the Knicks are number 11 the Knicks are number one in allowing points in the paint not allowing points in the paint just 45 points per game in the paint Mm. and the Cavs are number three in the country the Cavs are number one defensively in opposing assists given up per game they're number five in in offensive rebounds given up per game number one in assist to turnover ratio I mean the, the there's a lot of good defensive metrics that point towards the Cavaliers mm-hmm. keeping this game very tight. And they, over the last two years have been at home. They've been under machines against the Eastern conference. They got out rebounded and out physical bad though. Game one, like especially on the yeah. offensive glass, right? Like the Knicks were offensive rebounding multiple possessions had multiple two and three opportunities. I don't think that happens again. I mean, but it might. That's one thing that you can't sometimes control. But if they're bigger, stronger, and nastier, and just get the get the rebounds more, they keep it close or stay play with the lead. I'm worried about Cleveland's ability to come back if they get down. Yeah. You said. Oh, he's frozen again. Damn. Hello. Too many one, tabs. Two, one, two, one, two. I only I'm have back. one, two, three, four, five tabs open. That's it. Is it, it? it ain't me. It, 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 All right, me. he's back. You, um, you said first one to 100. Word's going to win game one. Same thing for game two? Probably. probably. I mean, it's probably, it's, this one's going to get closer to the number, right? 105, 102. 108, you know, 104, 108, 100, 
It's going to fall right in there. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, I don't, I don't see this one. This one first thought is that, like, if you're looking at this in game, right? We talked about watching a game within game. Pre game will go down, you know, and then up. Right. right. I mean, that's the way. That's the way I'm thinking. If it closes two fifteen, it's going up. I mean, there's there's a couple places right now trying to test the market to see where this is going. If you're going to bet the under, you can wait. It feels like they're pushing this thing up right now. I don't know. Um, I like under. Whoa, Adam Silver just said to Arash Marchese that his goal is to create an in-season tournament similar to European football where players will wear different uniforms and there will be a different court. Oh, God. Wow. Different uniforms. Talk about a money grab. We're going fourth instead of our third option uniform. We're going with our our, our Euro tournament offer. What's the court going to look like? That's going to be... Professional oh sports have turned into kids' travel sports. Yep. <laughs> Literally, just multiple uniforms, just make the stuff up and, you know, charge them more in-season tournaments and all this other stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I lived it all with the kids and the coaching and all this other stuff. I'm doing it again. We're not there yet with the travel, but I can see where this is going. I'm going to end up a volleyball coach at oh. some point or hopefully just a volleyball dad. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, multiple jerseys, you know, blah, 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 blah. An in-season tournament? Who in yeah. the hell is going to okay that? Owners want it. They've talked about this for years. They want it. The players sit out the regular games now. Yeah, but they're going to change. That's going to start to be changed. They're going to start to, according to what we're hearing, is that the NBA is going to very strongly try to tie awards to games played. You must appear in a certain percentage of games. There'll be money incentives. There'll be award incentives to get guys to play more. I said that a decade ago when they started doing this stuff and they said, Dave, you can't do that. I said, if I don't come to work, I don't get paid. Right. Most people, if they don't either punch in or they call in sick, they don't get paid. These guys got the best union in the world. They didn't have to play, and they can still get paid. Now they're going to do an in-season tournament. They're going to make sure they get paid. That's guaranteed. We'll see. Yeah. So there you go. It's a little breaking news. All right. So the news that everybody is talking about, let's get to tonight's game in Phoenix. Oh, Scott yeah. Foster is working a game involving Chris Paul. It's another orange hat. The numbers are scary if you are a Suns fan. Oh, God. Scott Foster, when he is the referee, Chris Paul's teams are 2-17 and 17 straight up and 2-17 and 17 against the number when Scott is the official one of in playoff games. It is a 13-game losing streak with yep. Scott Foster officiating for Chris Paul, and his team is already down 0-1. So Clippers plus 8, just wrap it up. Don't even well, think about money it. Line, it would lead you to believe Clippers' money line. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's got to be live too, but um, yeah, that's right. You just blindly bet that. Is that what everybody's doing? Is that the Everybody move? Is. I'm not saying I said, su- I'm not so sure I support it because the more this gets out there, the more people talk about it, the less likely it is that it happens in my opinion. Two and 17 is pretty good. It is. Why do you think that is? 
I mean, that's is that more than a coincidence, or is that really a crazy coincidence that has well, Chris Paul the same has talked result? about Chris Paul has publicly talked about hating Scott Foster. I'm sure he's not the, the only one, apparently. No, but he but Chris Paul, he knows about this. This is not like some you know unknown trend. Like Chris Paul knows this goes on with Scott of Foster. Course. And so the league sending Scott Foster to be the referee for game two is quite interesting. Do you think the league really thinks about that? No, but I mean, I, supposedly it's randomly done. Like the assignments are done randomly, but it is sort of an odd coincidence that Scott Foster. It's, it's beyond odd. <laughs> it's beyond odd. But if he never does another Chris Paul game, that's odd too, is it not? Correct. Yeah, the league can't keep him away. Right. right. The league, the league I mean, has. He's a he's a playoff referee. He's going to have to referee a Chris Paul game at some point. Yes. That, that's the league's answer. It's just, it happens. Like, it's just a scheduling thing. We don't really care what, you know, we just put guys in place. Right. I mean, I, there's no, I, 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 I can't stand talking about the officials. I can't stand. But them. you have, this is a trend that has to be at least mentioned. Oh, it has to be mentioned. Kawhi winning game two. I mean, plus the points, right? It's just, it's, it's just automatic. Take plus eight before the game and then watch the game and see how this unfolds. I ho I'm rooting for Phoenix to win by a hundred. So we don't have to talk <laughs> about the Scott Foster thing again. Right. At least until the next time it happens. Right. Does he do more than one game in the series? Uh it's a good question. I don't know. My guess would be yes. He's doing oh. game two. He probably does game five, game six. I mean, you know, but I mean, there's so many. Bad refs. I mean, Tony Brothers. Like, you can just go through the number of guys who have had issues, and teams have issues because of the way the referee calls the game and or personal problems. I think it's yeah. fair to say Chris Paul does not like Scott Foster. I would think that's fair to say. So, <laughs> you know, but, I mean, there's there's guys in in baseball too that mm -hmm. just you know, have certain beefs with, I mean, look at Angel Hernandez. I right. still, he's still, I mean, like try to find somebody that's uh, in, in his court. Right. Right now, like in the, in the professional baseball world. So I don't know. It's just strange that it's that overwhelming two and 17, two and yeah. 17 straight up and ATS. I mean, it's if you bet the Suns tonight, You've been warned. Right. <laughs> right. You've been, you, you've been given the stop sign. If you're going to bet the sun to lay the eight. I mean, like that's everything we got right there. That's what now, it's, don't it's you think the books, are, books are going to need the suns? Oh, I don't know. No, there's guys that, that don't care about that. That'll bet the suns. If they think the suns are the side, they'll bet the suns. Uh, our boys at Circa are testing the water right now. They got seven and a half. The rest of the world got eight. There's only one eight and a half left. Uh, what's Fandle got? Let's see if they get off market eight. on the NBA. They have uh -huh. eight flat right now. Uh -huh. Oh. So they don't know what to make of Scott Foster either. Yeah, because their reluctance to get on a whole number is impressive. They're right. actually minus eight. 227 is a total. You want another sweat? <laughs> 
game's going over, isn't it? Game went under in 225. It landed. I bet over 225 and a half. Now it goes up to 227. It's going over. No, I'm not. I'm not interested. In You're not doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting back. You didn't have as much fun. You want to have fun again? Oh, I, 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 I would have fun again. That's that's not fun. That was not fun. No. <laughs> Watching not fun. you watch that game was <laughs> not interested in having another sweat like that. Thank you very much. I'm I am all I have one baseball play and three hockey plays and that's it. All right. Let's get to the NHL last night as a whole. <laughs> night one of the playoffs. Your reaction is what? It's the best. <laughs> it's the absolute best on television. Baseball's right behind it. I'll I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. Yeah, NFL playoffs cannot compare. The NBA playoffs, nah, not until different, it gets really it's different. Meaningful. I mean, it's tough to compare it to football because football's so different. It's one game, one games. It's a buildup of a whole week. You don't get the same buildup. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not the same product. It's not close. Minimum four games to, it's a minimum yeah. four games. It's a minimum, you know, mostly five or six multiple cities. It's, one game sometimes is six, seven periods. Sometimes I mean, like the well, two overtime night, yeah. games. Yeah. How does that happen? Um, I don't know. It's the best. I, I, I love, 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 love the hockey playoffs. Been in buildings to experience it all the way to the Stanley Cup. Like I, I told you guys that listen last year. And if you're still listening, please, I hope you've hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. If you have not, please do so. And please leave us a review. Do you uh, remember when the Golden Knights had that awful call against them with San Jose? Yeah. In, in game seven? Yeah. I'm very concerned about what I saw last night with the refereeing. Why? Completely inconsistent. It was within all, the game or from all, game to game. Game to game within the game. All four, all four games I watched last night. I went, man, like that penalty they called on Edmonton late is a penalty, but they yeah. weren't calling it. They weren't calling anything. It was the right last five in front of the guy. What was he going to do? There was there was a blatant trip right in front of him. Didn't call it. There was blatant holding on a breakaway. Didn't call it. I mean, I couldn't believe the stuff that they were getting away with. And then they called that late in the game. I mean, it was a penalty. I'm not debating it wasn't. It's just, it's just I don't like when we see inconsistencies. You say, okay, it was right in front of him. It was at the blue line. But he hit his shoulder. Didn't hit his head. He went high with the stick. Yes. But if you're going to let everything else go, you got to let that go too. And they, he, I mean, that was insane. Two minutes, you call a penalty, six on four. It's so hard. It's so hard. And I mean, I've, I've played, I've been an official, you know, every second you're out there, the situation, you know, and then yeah. when you're a fan and you're watching in a big building, you know, you know, T-Mobile or like I grew up in the Civic Arena going to games. We were 12 years old and we were like, they're going to call the next penalty on the other team. Like you knew right. what was going to happen. Hate that. And then you knew most of the time in the third period, you had to commit a misdemeanor <laughs> to get a penalty called. Or with 190 to play in the game, they call a penalty you, in you a 3-2 hockey game. 
you flip a puck over to glass or have too many men on the ice that you can't hide that you didn't see because then you're going to get reprimanded as the official. That's the hard part. Right. And I know officials like they're getting scrutinized all the time. And if they want another thing, another game, another series. Right. And that penalty happens right in front of them. And then he goes after the game to the evaluator and says, what was three, two? Couldn't call it. They go, it's a penalty. You're done. You're not getting another game. Mm. You have to call the penalty. Like, so that's that's the other side of it. All Fair, that being but, said, I mean, they, I mean, yeah, in, in, in the Bruins game, in the first period, Pasta got elbowed in the head. No call. Charlie right. McAvoy, third guy in, hits a Florida player with a cross check low, and the guy falls down like he got shot. Yeah. Penalty on McAvoy. Well, sometimes they make them look like penalties, you know. I am very, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying that now, so I can't get called out saying, okay, now you're bitching about it. I'm just saying after day game one, four games, day one of the, of the, of the, of the penalty of the uh, playoffs in the NHL, I didn't like what I saw last night. It was inconsistent. Just game one, but either call it tight all game long or don't call it at all and let it go. <laughs> One or the other. You're going to be frustrated with the officiating then for the next two months because probably. But I'm just saying understood the way the game's played, the way it's called. The players know. The officials know. No, the players don't know because because with four minutes to go, there's a breakaway and you grab a guy, you you grab his stick and you hold it and it was a clear penalty. You don't call it, and then you get a check and the in the the stick goes from here to here, not the head, but the it gets hit there, and you give a six on four. I mean, that's yeah. come on, man. You, you basically <laughs> gave it to overtime. And look, it's on Skinner to not give up the overtime goal, but that game going to overtime was ridiculous. Crazy, right? You have that thing in control. You have the total nailed, like under all these things. And then that happens, and you're like, boom. And I don't know. It's like it's almost survived it, well, almost survived the end of it in this. Right. But we were sitting was, watching a game, and when the Kings scored, it was like, oh, they're going to win this in overtime. Like there oh, was yeah. a lot to overcome right there. At that oh point. yeah, a lot of deflation, a lot of oh. a lot of deflation. We'll talk about that here in just one second. But Minnesota hey. gets the overtime, double overtime win over Dallas in Game One, marathon game. We we talked about it yesterday. Under five and a half, two to two brawl. I mean, you were talking about physicality. Ooh. Some of those hits in that game were just whoo. Pavelski's maybe done for the series. Yeah, and I mean, the shame of it is, is like, you know, we were debating it here at the house because, I mean, the kids weren't up, but I was watching it, and Jessica and I rewound it. I said, is this clean or dirty? And we watched it in slow motion. The hit itself was clean. The result of him banging his head off the ice was terrible. And then they think it's a major, and then they award a minor. And nobody knows, like, what well, I mean, in the old days, that's not even a penalty. So we've reached a point where if you hit a guy too hard and there's a – if he gets up right from that hit and doesn't hit his head, mm-hmm. I don't even know if there's a penalty called on the spot. Fair. I would agree. But he went down hard and hit his head. And the, I mean, the older you get when you hit your head like that, you can't get up. Couldn't even, you know, his legs were wobbly. Looked like got a boxer that took it. Yeah. Right. Got knocked, got knocked out. out. Yeah. Um, 
But that was a hell of a like back and forth. Two two. Minnesota's playing a bully. They're I can't believe it. The, the, they they, they went in there, and I I'll give, I'll give them credit. Minnesota went in there with both fists balled up, and they just said, "Um, we're not playing hockey today, guys. We're gonna beat the shit out of you. Let's go." That's it. Yep, no, it was a fight. That that was legitimately like that was just them. We're gonna send a send a message in game one, and they stole game one doing that. That's a huge message to Dallas. That's a big worry. That's a that's a red flag right there in Listen, that series. Man, Gustafson was unbelievable too. He's great. He's be- Flurry shouldn't play. Flurry should not play the rest of the series. He really shouldn't. He I can't they, even believe a, there was a debate after that. Like, you know, well, sometimes no, I, guys I, make I, I, I mean, what I could have told, I mean, I think everybody knew this. I watched and bet the wild more than any other team in terms of totals unders in the first period unders in the game. Mm. They were a money machine for us all the way until basically March. And then everything changed and they started giving up a ton of goals. But Gustafson was an automatic two goal a game guy. That's all he gave up. You got one, maybe in the first period, you got two for the game and then that's it. And then flurry would come in and it would be like a four, three, five, two, five, four type hockey game. So I was always like, there's not really a, debate here right who the goaltender in the playoffs is going to be and there shouldn't be after that game as to who plays going forward he was awesome i don't know (laughs) like i was entertaining the thought and again nothing is steadfast it changes literally from game to game sometimes shift to shift or period to period in the nhl playoffs but this is gonna be whoever gets out of this series got Two pieces taken out of them. Now, like, you know why I said with Colorado, I said they do not want to play one of these two teams. They want to go play Seattle. This is, you're going to come out with a limb hanging off of you. I mean, well, you're going to have a pro. Whoever wins this is going to be beat to shit. Yeah, they're, they're and by the way, here's some, some Colorado's not a slouch either on the physicality side of things. Right. So you got another war you got to go through. So if by chance you get past the defending champs and beat Colorado, Good luck <laughs> in the Western Conference Finals with right. whoever's coming out on the other side. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. I was I was fully engaged in this one, uh, the entire basically second period, third period, and then overtime, second overtime. I was flipping back and forth between the other stuff. I was just watching this going. I I still don't know who's going to win this game, right? Because if I'm Tampa, I I copy Minnesota. Well, that's what that's their game. They're going to do the and same I, thing. But I mean, I copy. I just beat the shit out of Toronto. Just go beat them up. All forget about the game. Don't worry about the. If you win, great. Send a message in game one. Go hit them. Just hit them. Knock them around. Take Austin Matthews off of his game. Go go physical. Forget the game for uh, for a little bit. Send your checking line out in the first period. First uh, first shift. Just let them go throw their body around. Yeah. And see how Toronto handles it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like that. I mean, that's the way, that's the way that Tampa will. I mean, they gotta find a way to win a road game. They don't have home ice either. They're in the same situation that, you know, Golden State is in the NBA. They gotta go in to a young team and hold on to what they got. How do they do it? They physical the hell out of them. Little less pressure because they're not the defending champs this time around. But 
I mean, they're yeah. the defending Eastern Conference yeah. champs. Yeah. You know, they're well, the three time Stanley Cup champs before that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you make of Carolina and the Islanders? First period under hit for me last night. That's going to be a bet that I'll keep on making. But how many games could even go over five in this series? Damn, I just looked down on the chat. I, I'm I'm bummed out. I did not know this. Jay Park just said Gustafson was drafted by the Pens to be Fleury's replacement. No, he was not. I'm oh really my. sick to my stomach right now, if that's true. Wow. Jay Park, you just ruined my morning. Because <laughs> you know who would look really good in a Penguin uniform right Gustafson. now would have been able to keep this damn thing together for another yeah. year or two? Agreed. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, that's annoying. That's no good. I didn't know that. Um, so you were talking about officiating and, you know, complaining about it. I thought this game was officiated great. I watched a lot of this game. Right. Um, Sorokin was unbelievable at times. It felt like the ice was tilted. It felt like the puck was in the Islanders end a lot. And it was, they hung around. If the Islanders don't take two penalties, both of which they were penalties, Carolina doesn't score. They got two goals on power plays. And one early. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had under five and a half, under four and a half, and I even went under three and a half. Ooh. Uh, with all, like, you know, as soon as they switched that number, it's a gigantic plus. The under three and a half was like plus 245 or some ridiculous number. So you, you take the plus there and then you go over three and a half just in case they score. But what I didn't see anything to indicate that this, this, I didn't look yet. Is it a five, the next game total? It should be if it's not. Let's see. I'll take a quick look. Right uh, it is. I mean, it's five and a half with heavy juice. Heavy juice. Oh, yeah. five and a half under 50. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy juice. Five and a half under 50. What? <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to go down a circuit and say something to somebody. They're minus 40. But yeah, this is five. Uh, yeah. And let, let them bet. And under. More. And I'll go under. Yeah. It's going to be. I'm okay uh, with five and pushing if, if I'm the book. There'll I be can't. a couple of games here. There'll be two nothing. There'll be legit two nothing finals. Mm. It's going to be a really tight series. Maybe so two. hard to get a shutout. It's two so one. To get a shutout. But two one's just as good. I mean. Yeah. Mm. No. I mean, and, and three one, very possible. Yeah. But if. If the Islanders can stay out of the penalty box, this thing is coming down to five on five. A lot of um, conservative hockey and a, a flip of the puck or a mishap pass or something is going to result in a game being decided. It's close. It's this close. It's going to be fun. Edmonton blows that 3-2 lead. Yeah. 16 seconds to go. And then yeah. they lose the game in overtime to the Kings. Yeah. I I saw it. I went, and I think everybody in Edmonton that booed their team off the ice saw it. They don't have the solution. They can't hang the lead. They cannot hold leads. They got uh, a problem. They're not, it's not fixed. Kings they lost win. game one last year. They beat them in seven. Relax. Okay. It's not, it's not done yet. It's a bad loss in the postseason to lose like that. It's a big momentum builder for the Kings. I I heard those guys talking about it after the game yesterday. Like, well, how's the team reacting to that? 
you get a shower, you put your equipment up on the rack, and then you go home, and then you go to practice the next day or whatever, and you you're down one nothing. How you lose as a pro, it's not as important as it is to us fans. I'm telling you, it's not. I've seen it. They just mm-hmm. roll with it. Mm-hmm. Now, what could happen where it might carry over? Thirty years is thirty years to Dave. happen again. Thirty oh. years is thirty years. Yeah. A lot of people in Canada think the Edmonton Oilers are the team to win the cup. There's a lot of people all over all over the place, not just in Canada, that think they can win the cup. Cup ain't going north. Oh, where's my glasses? Is this when you is this when you take out the whole country above no, us? I'm just saying it's taking the, out the cup is not going Edmonton, north. Edmonton, out, Edmonton Toronto, the, out. Well, that's not hard. The, the, the Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs take themselves out the second the puck drops in the regular seasons. I'm not worried about Toronto Maple Leafs. That's oh, that's easy. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if you want even more knowledge, Trent's on them to win the cup. So it's even like even better. So, like, oh. you know, yeah. So take like, oh, we can blame him. Yeah. It wasn't you. So you it was Trent. You, you want another reason why the, the, the Maple Leafs aren't winning the cup. But geez, I was going to buy exactas on them just in case this is the year. I better not. The end of the year. It ain't the year for them. Edmonton was supposed to be for the year, but I watched their third period and they can't hold leads. If they're not playing so, aggressive, if I was just going to say, they can't they, do it. Uh, are they playing scared? Like, yes, what? they can't do it. So, they, they go wide open and they were nervous about doing that. So they tried to you know muck up the, the neutral zone to stop it from happening. And they don't know how to do it. They're an, they're a forward pushing hockey team. They need to be always chasing the next goal. And when they have to, they were rolling it back with about five minutes to go. You just saw them took, they took their foot off the gas. They started to cycle the puck. They started to just play it in the corners. They didn't go aggressively in the net anymore. They weren't trying to score. They weren't trying to get any type of odd man rush coming back at them. So yeah. they played very conservatively And what happened Four three loss, three straight goals. They gave up in the third period in overtime and they're down 0-1. Yeah, those things, and, it, you know, we talk about it, I've talked about it a lot, like just with the gambling. You have to learn how to lose before you know how to win. It's the same thing with the learning how to win in sports. Like, you got to learn how to win when you're coming from behind, but you got to learn how to win when you're ahead, too. Bruins and, have the same score, by the way. 3-1. What was and the they final? They finished 3-1. <laughs> That's the team that understands how to play with the lead. They get it. They're capable of stopping. They're capable of, of shutting down an offense. It's a, it's a bad and comparison, not. though, because the Bruins been playing the same damn game for 85 goddamn games. That's not true. They play the same game every night. They're so disciplined. They're so yeah, smart. Jim Montgomery, the first-year head coach, has not played this system the entire time. This is a new system for the Bruins. This is different. It's, it's the team, though. You can tell they play the same every night. It's so – I mean, I'm watching it without sound, and I'm like, they're winning again. Pasternak scores. I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's done. Again. Again. Like, Yeah, let's go to the game. They, they, they look sluggish. Ray Ferraro – was driving me nuts last night. Why? Because I, I couldn't get over how anti-Bruins he was at every turn. This is everyone else but you Boston people. What do you mean? Everyone else feels the same way Ray Ferraro does. What are you anti- talking about? Anti-Bruins? 
Everybody. All right. Well, that's fine. But as a broadcaster, you're getting paid to talk to Bruins fans too. No, you're Three, not. One, they're Let getting out. Jack outplayed. Edwards talked to them. Nobody's that's different. Talking to that's Bruins different fans. story. Jack Edwards is a, on the other end of the spectrum. I don't need Jack Edwards. I just need someone to actually call the game properly. I don't need someone to say the Bruins are getting outplayed when they're up three to one. It's a moronic comment. I mean, five on five, weren't they? No, they were not. <laughs> they were not getting outplayed. No. They just play the same way. It's so, they're so good with a lead. They're yeah. so good, period. They're so deep. Then they got this. The goalies, the, the, I mean, Bergeron I didn't play. Keeps on talking about the Bruins looking sluggish and the Bruins not being able to perform the way they came. You know, then and after they won, after the game's over, he's like, well, the third period that looked like the Boston Bruins, that's that, that's the Bruins team. After they put the game up and they win because he was waiting for them to lose. So he could say, I told you the whole time the Bruins were leaving the you know Panthers in the game. They were going to come back. And it's like, you know, the flu ripped through that locker room, right? You know, Bergeron didn't play because he's sick, right? Like, what are we doing? So they didn't win five to one, six to one, seven to one. They weren't trying to just want to win the game. That's all they're trying to do. Get a win under their belt. They're just trying to win. We talked to to Rockhold about that. They don't care what the line is. Guy like Rockhold did. It made it mess them up. There ain't a guy in the Bruins that cares about winning seven one. They win a game. It's 15 left. They're trying to get 16 wins now. However, they get him. Allmark is going to be such a pain in the ass to beat in the playoffs. Somebody might do it, but he's just so consistent with with the way. I mean, it's the same thing over and over and over. He's in position. Yep. Very rarely are they leaving rebounds. They rarely take bad penalties. I mean, they've they've killed, I think it's 48 of 49 now. Yeah. 48 of the last 49 power plays they've killed. Yeah. It's, it's, they're, so they'll take a bad penalty once or twice, and it's okay because they'll be able to kill it, and they know it. They've killed five on threes. I mean, I've seen they, – they've got this thing humming at the moment, and the Garden is just a tough place to play at the moment. There's a lot of people who are really – I mean, the Red Sox are just kind of an afterthought right now, and it's all Bruins and all Celtics, and that's not normally the case in the spring, even with the Bruins in the playoffs. That's not normal. There's a lot of people going to those games fired up. It's a tough place to play. I got nothing. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I got nothing. They're the best team until proven. Otherwise they're the best team. Yeah. And they could get beat. I mean, I'm not saying they're unbeatable. They can, they got 15 more wins to go, but they're not losing to this team. The one thing I know is they're not losing to this team. <laughs> Florida Panthers are not beating the Boston Bruins. It's I don't like, think so. No. Next round. Very possible. Tampa, Toronto. We'll see what happens. But in this round, this is a bad matchup. I mean, they started Alex Lyon, who didn't play horrifically, but I said it two days you know, on Friday's show. I was like, you're going to start a 30-year-old journeyman in his first ever start in the NHL Yes, in the playoffs. is going to be at TD Garden against the best team in the history of the regular season in the league. Good luck with that. I'd play Bobrovsky. I don't think they that they can't play a low-scoring game. Like they're, If they want to play 3-1 hockey games, that's starting Alex Lyon. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to play a tight game because you low-scoring, tight hockey game. Yeah. They can't, you can't beat Boston that way. The way, the way they beat the Bruins was five, three, four, three. Open it up. Play Bobrovsky. Go wide open. Say to the Bruins, Hey, you want to score six goals? Go ahead. We're going to try to score seven. I mean, it don't matter who you're playing goal. If you're trying to score five, 
doesn't matter. But I, I think it's just a menta- I think it's a mentality of how the team wants to approach the game. If you play Alex Lyon, you're trying to play a more conservative style with Alex Lyon in net. Right. If you, play, if you play Bob, you're going to go and like, let's go and try to, you know, let's go wide open. I think I'll be curious if, he, if Bobrovsky plays at home, he's been better at home than he was on the road. I'll be curious if they choose to play him in game three, if they're down Oh two. By the way, I want to shout out PB. Today's his birthday. Hey, so happy birthday, happy buddy. Birthday, PB, one of our senior members of the brigade. But I also Very looked cool. down and saw Whitrock's question. Does Swayman even get a game in the playoffs at this point? I think he does. <laughs> I do. Because I I think in particular, I think he'd get the closeout game. I think if Boston's up 3-0, I think they play Swayman oh, wow. in game four. Give Because then you just go back and play Allmark. You play Allmark in Boston in game where he's unbelievable at home. It's amazing because... I think they both are good with it. Like a lot of times you got to balance this goalie thing as you're going through your playoff run, right? Like, because if you pull somebody and you take away their confidence and you, you, it's hard to put them back in. I think these guys would be okay with, Hey, Swayman might play game two. I think think about Swayman might play game two and all Mark and all Mark will play game three. And then if they're up 3-0, then Swayman plays game four. If they're if they lose, Allmark might play. But he may Montgomery might alternate them because I mean it's ridiculous. But at home, Allmark has a 1.6 goals against average, and Swayman's got a 1.8. So like you can play them, they're interchangeable at home. On the road, Allmark is better than Swayman. Swayman's bad games all came on the road. So I think I'd be more inclined to play Allmark in Florida. So get him rest, play Swayman in game two, play Allmark in game three, play Allmark in game four. Potentially, if you're up 3-0, maybe play Swayman then in game four. Right. That's how I, th- I, I think they're going to approach it that way because then when oh. you get to the Eastern Conference Finals, if you get past Toronto or Tampa, then you play Allmark and you just play the hot hand. Right. I think right now you could alternate and kind of justify it mm. as as they go. New Jersey is at home against the Rangers tonight. The total is five and a half juice to the over. This is going to be in a barn burner of a hockey game. Can't wait to watch it. This is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. This one will get. It's Big a shame butter. this is on at the same time as the Tampa Toronto game for me. Right. Cause I want to watch them both like every shift and I'm unable to while I'm on right. the TV too. So. I'm going to record one to watch later. Which one should I watch live? Which which one has your? I have a bet on Jersey Rangers, so I'm watching that game. Okay. I didn't I didn't touch Toronto Tampa. Right. I would tape Toronto Tampa personally because that's more yeah. of a I need to that's more of a um, watch and see. I need to learn about those two right. teams. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Plus the total six. In a Tampa Toronto game, it's five and a half in the Rangers and Devils. I think Rangers and Devils, although wow, there's some books that move to six. Yeah. I think most people are betting most plays are most people I've seen are betting over at five and a half. So I'm seeing overs. Right. Disagree wow. Yeah, I disagree with it. Interesting. You get Vanacek and Igor. You got a, three, a 2.35 goals goals against average at home and a 2.36 goals against average on the road. What's weird, Igor is one in two against the Devils in three games. He's given up 13 goals. Yeah. He's been lit up by the – so, I mean, if you like the Devils, it's Devils and over. It's probably a decent quarter. Right. Yeah. 
That's what I'm thinking. Huh. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. That's that one. I think will have um, like the lead changes. If you in the hockey, the swings are so much. If you can just pick the team that gets the first goal, like say you bet the Devils, yeah, the plus you get on the other side is just absurd. And you can do it if they tie it up. Then you come back, you know, on the team you think is going to win. Your position's enhanced. I love it. I can't wait. This is this is going to be tonight's games. Not that one's better than the other, but tonight is really interesting to me. Yeah, oh, interesting. Okay. What, 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 what? Nothing really. Just the, the lines are out for Tor- Tampa Bay and Toronto. Nylander has been moved to the second unit on the power play, which I think is a huge key to Tampa in this series. Oh. So a little bit of news there. If you're a diehard, if you're in the weeds, you want to talk about Why the power somebody's, play. Somebody's playing and not playing? or uh, It just said, a beat reporter just said Nylander, the, the lines are out and Nylander's moved to the second unit. Oh, okay. Second power play unit, which is interesting. Uh, Toronto, Tampa, who wins? Game one. I want to believe Toronto does. You don't think so? You're just anti Toronto. I like Tampa tonight. Yeah, see, I like Toronto tonight. Didn't bet it though. I'm not betting it, so it's you know I'm not, I don't like it enough to bet it. Yeah, neither do I. I have no idea who's going to win. I don't feel strongly about it at all. I, I'm trying to decide if I I did the Western Conference exact as yesterday. I got some different teams, and now I'm trying to decide if I want to do the Eastern Conference now or just wait. I don't want to either. Going to win. I decided to wait. I'm not doing either. Well, I the Wild. It's all I need to the, that win. The two wins, the win for I like the stars, I like the Oilers. Get better prices on them now for sure. So I wait, I'm glad I waited, but yep. it also gives me a little bit of a pause because I need to see game two now. Yeah, <laughs> because they could both if they both go down 0 2 on the road, <laughs> well, could be yeah, no, no down both of those two teams, Dallas and Edmonton could go down 0-2 having played both right. games at home. At home and having to go on the road. Oh. So that's oh. why I'm like, oh. I, I'm glad I didn't bet it because I want to wait. Now I want to wait and see, can you win game two? Now I get a better price now than I will after game two, but I'll get still a better price than I would have if I bet it pre-flop. So is this series going six or seven? To which one? Tampa? Yes. I mean, I don't think there's any chance either way that yeah. this goes four or five games. Yeah, I would take plus one and a half games. Right. Seven's possible. Seven's very possible. Seven's very possible. But, I mean, it's it's 4-2. Yeah. I would be very surprised if somebody wins this series 4-1. I would love for no one of these two. They're sweeping. I would, have a, I would love one of these two teams to go up 2-0, though. And then take the dog at down 2-0. You're going to get a nice price on it. Well, I mean, there's only one one way that this would go 2-0 right now, right, would be Tampa. Why? Why couldn't it be Toronto? No, I mean, Toronto. Toronto why wins both games at home, right? Why couldn't it be Tampa winning both games on the road? Tampa wins both games in Toronto? Just saying, we've seen the Maple Leafs throw up over themselves consistently, up 2-0, up 3-0. Again. It's true. 
If there's ever a franchise that wants to choke itself out, it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. What they're known for. Oh, man. I mean, so I would love for them to be up two games to none. Win both games. Be phenomenal. Came in a hammer Tampa to come back. It'd be great. What happened last year, right? Like Carolina and the, and, uh, the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Carolina won first two games at home, and everybody was like, Rangers are done. I kept saying, now the price is perfect. Right. Rangers went in one games three and four. Now you're yep. back to square one. It's yep. even. You know, two two. Rangers get game five and get game six, right? It's just it can happen. I don't know. A hundred percent it can happen. Yeah. Vegas and Winnipeg. Total is five and a half, juice to the over. Now minus one forty five. But I texted you and our friend Chris Otto this in our group chat. You've got to ask Jeff Davis, why is he so low on the Golden Knights? He was the he was the lowest price. In the country last night. Yeah. In Vegas. This is the anti-home bias. This is this is going against the home team where I figure you'd see everyone coming in. I mean, I know he's enticing. He wants the bets on Vegas. He likes the Jets tonight. I want to know why. Well, and the other thing is, too, is, I mean, all you have to do now that there's a local team. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, an old boogie trick for years. Just have the best price on the home team. You get all the business. Right. So that's what he's but you, doing. But you could lose. Eh. Maybe. I don't know. This is no shoe in. You think that you think the Knights just roll in this game? I don't think they roll, but I'll be stunned in game one if they lose this game. Stunned. I won't. I will be. Yeah, I, I you were that way. I'm so you're so Jekyll and Hyde on the Jets. You hammered them all year. Now you think they're walking into Vegas into that building against the team getting Mark Stone back with Brossois, who's 7 0 and 4 in net. And you think the Jets are going to walk into Vegas and win game one? They could. Yes. I mean, I I can stop bus tomorrow. We're, not, we're talking about could. Alabama can to? stop 50 pucks he can, tonight yes, and lose two to one and, and win. Two to one, too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't see it. I I, I haven't bet it. I was stunned at it. I mean, it was. I get it. His first playoff game, but I mean, Hellebuck's oh one and one against Vegas so far this year. It's gonna have seven goals in two games. He hasn't been great. Vegas is gonna get Vegas to get a huge bump on the power play with Mark Stone coming back. Eichel's healthy. I mean, shoot, they could get William Carrier back at some point in the next couple of weeks. Right? Nobody thought that was possible. That he was gone for sure. So they got, I mean, Vegas is getting healthy at the right time. They've been holding on to it. People who are anti-Vegas people are trying to get them to be investigated for collusion to keep Mark Stone from the salary cap situation. Because remember, they got that, that salary cap break from Mark Stone during the regular season, and they were able to make some adjustments at the at the trade deadline to add talent. Yeah, it didn't count on the count. It didn't count on the cap. So they're saying, "Here we go again with Vegas manipulating the salary cap to get talent to help him." <laughs> it's a mess. I mean, he did have surgery on January thirty first. It is kind of crazy that this dude's actually back, right? It's it's nuts. But no, I don't know. I mean, I he was at minus one thirty eight last night, where the rest of the world was at one fifty. He wanted to bet on on Vegas. 
I mean, it makes sense. I know what they're doing. They're, I mean, they've probably got um, series bets and all kind of things he's working off of. So, yeah. He's I mean, now up to 147, so he's now back in line with the market. Yeah, everyone else 150. There's a couple 153s and all kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, again, it's um, – I mean, the other thing, too, is they tightened their line. So at 147, the take back's 134. Mm-hmm. They have the best dog price, too. You see that? When you look at that, when you look at that yep. number, that's the best no, dog price. Westgate's got 35. 55, Westgate's 35? Westgate's got 150, Oh, they went 15 cents. So now they're just competing with each other and trying. <laughs> this is what they're doing. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. Offshores are at 134, 133. Yeah. So everybody's looking and trying to get the best price here and get the best price there. They're just trying to get business. I don't think it's a strong opinion either way. Okay. When you go look at the futures, um, it's interesting because I think um, in town, you see some variance on the Jets because that's books saying we either want some Jets bets or we don't. Mm hmm. And you can see which ones do and which ones don't. Game goes over, doesn't it? I lean towards the under. Do you? Yep. All three. Vegas won all three matchups. All three games went under, I believe. If yeah. Number shows me correctly. Um, I would just Brossois has been ridiculous. That's like it's been so yeah. good. That's what I mean. Well, like if you get him playing like he did and you get his playoff debut with like Gustafson, like last night, right. game's going under. Right. I mean, game I remember is definitely going under. It's on Gustafson, though, for me. I mean, as far Brossois, as determining mean, yeah. over under. Brossois, yeah, I mean, right. Brossois, yeah. Yeah. Just that uh, Gustafson situation. Sorry. Yes. Two of the three games went over 5 2, 2 1, 6 5. But Vegas won all three games. Right. At home, 5 2, 2 1. To one over, one under at home. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I, 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 this is the, this is the I don't know game, you know. Yeah, see, this is where I, I, this is where I lean on Vegas's playoff experience. Vegas at home, twenty five, fifteen and one straight up at home. Winnipeg is twenty, twenty and one on the mm. road this year. I just don't think they score against Brassois. I just think he's been. I mean, Jeff Davis tweeted the last, the last game. He's like, can I get one bad game out of Brassois, please? <laughs> like he's just because everyone's betting the under in Vegas for for the Golden Knight games, and they're hitting. Because Brossois just won their winning and two, Brossois not giving up any goals. Vegas right. has won three of four. Last, uh, let's see, the last four of the last five Vegas games have gone under going into the postseason. Yeah. So it's just Winnipeg has been playing better. Their win at Minnesota was pretty impressive. That 3 1 win was impressive. I'll give you that. They lost to Colorado on the road four to two, right? Four. The year was over in a game that Colorado needed. Winnipeg did not. Mm. So there we go with that. I like the under. I like Vegas to win. I think it's a three-one-two-one type final, two type of type of win. Uh, and then finally, Colorado's laying two dollars against Seattle. The total is six. So I got I the most strongly about. What do you like, Colorado to win? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. 
Yeah. Not sure about the total. I, I What's Colorado's team total? Is it three and a half or four? Now at three, when it's down to six, it was six and a half. Oh, it was it is oh, it's six. back up. It's back up six and a half. Okay, it's minus one thirty now though. Yeah, it's uh, six painted everywhere. Yeah. Right, except for Fanduel. Right, Fanduel. Wow. Avalanche is three and a half minus one sixteen to the over. I like that over. Yeah, but, I mean, look, I, I agree. Grubauer really is is Jekyll and Hyde. He can have good games, but he also has a lot of bad games. Yep. On the road this year, Seattle is was 20, 20 and one, uh, six, three and one to the under over the last 10 games on the road. And it's, it, I mean, we have to at least call out FanDuel and give them credit for this because in Vegas, if you don't guys, if you don't know this yet, the hockey numbers, it's not always like this across the board, but the hockey numbers at Boyd here in Vegas is mimicking FanDuel's everything. So I think see, they're taking the feed actually. Yeah. If, if you see a hockey price on a FanDuel app or online, they have it at Boyd. So I, I got up last night at 1030 and I drove to make to, to, to get this price to six and a half at minus 132. Now it's minus 130. But they were the only book on the planet at six and a half. You went, you did it at the kiosk? Uh-huh. Man, they're gonna start marking your car. <laughs> so start doing this. Well, I mean, it, it, that's they're the best. They were the off-market price of everyone else in the world, basically. They're right. at six and a half. Yeah, and they're, but they're still at six and a half. They haven't moved off of it. FanDuel is still at six and a half. You park where we park to go to the movies. Just yep. shoot down the escalator. Zip, boom, boom. Yep, it's great. Oh yeah, in and out right there, okay. Suncoast. Zip That's in, zip out. It's yeah. literally a, I, I tracked it last night. It's 16 minutes round trip from my house to there into the book kiosk, make the bet back in the car, back to the house. That's like four songs. That's great. Zip. Right in, got the yeah. ticket and we're good to go. Yeah. So that's, if you're in Vegas, just so you guys know that FanDuel is now basically for hockey in Vegas. It's a Boyd app and a Boyd bet, but it basically is FanDuel. Basketball is different. They're not taking the same numbers with basketball. Did they get the exactus up? I didn't look last night, but I'm guessing yes. Because every every price I've seen, I've price shopped. It's been the same on my app, on my phone for FanDuel, and on my on the kiosk for Boyd. Good to know. Yep. All right. Fine. So. When next time you go, look. Okay. Because I didn't have it up when I went downtown. Oh. Okay. But yeah, I mean, every bet, every price, every option is all... If you could do it at FanDuel, I've been able to do it at Boyd. It's pretty neat. The only thing I haven't been able to do, the one thing, the one thing I haven't tried to do because I haven't bet it in a while, during the year, I could not do a gift parlay at Boyd. I could do it at FanDuel. Right. They wouldn't let me parlay two gifts together, but maybe now they will because they're taking the feed and they're being more, more online. Uh, one more. Grand Salami is again 23 and a half. Same number of games, same number from yesterday. Only 19 goals got scored yesterday. Under again. Under, under. Wow, great number. Uh, A little more of a sweat, I think. I would lean under. You? It really comes down to the Colorado game, if I'm right or not. (laughs) If I'm right on the under six and a half for Colorado, yes, the Grand Salami hits. If not, uh. Right. I'll be very surprised if Vegas gets more than five goals being scored in that game. Uh, 
I'll be stunned if we get six goals or more in the Rangers and Devils game. Right. See, I like under, 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 over. Just like yesterday. Yeah. So that's what it was. That's what uh, was he yeah, saying. Be like was, under yeah. 23 and a half again. Yeah. Three unders and, and one over. Which did that come in? No. What? Yesterday. Three yes. unders. Yeah. Three unders yeah. and one 19 over. Goals. Yeah. 19 goals came in yeah. easily yesterday. So that's just, just eyeballing it, looking at it. That's what I'm, that's what I see. Okay. Little baseball, Twins, Red Sox. It's Chris Sale Day. If you're looking for the old version of Ooh. Kyle Freeland, it's now Chris Sale. Really? Who can't get anybody out. Oh Sonny my. Gray going for the Twins. Total is nine. Speaking of Freeland, he owes after yesterday. What the hell was that? Went back to being Kyle Freeland. My God, my Pirates are 10 and 7. Whipped him. Scored nine runs off him, right? Yeah. Crushed him. Yeah. Uh, over. Mm. It's eight and a half thousand. Oh, it's down. How about that? There's only one nine left in the world. Circa. Whew. I don't know. Minnesota. Minnesota the side. (laughs) Oh, it better be. How could it not be? Yeah. Red Sox just won three or four against the Angels. Yeah. 100% due to, you know, go and lose. At home, though. That fan way. But Chris Sale, this is Chris Sale's so not good this year. Oh, I can't. I mean, it just can't. Sonny Grace ERA is 0.53. That's why it's going down. I know. That's what I mean. Like Minnesota to pick them. It feels like I, I, I got the way better pitcher. I'm good with that. Like, man, look at the difference between the, you have Sonny Gray with 17 innings pitched and a 0.53 ERA in a one whip, which is seven walks. Chris sales pitched 12 innings has a 11.25 ERA and a 2.08 whip. That is disgusting for making what he's making. He should be ashamed of himself. I mean, it feels like it might be a little bit light. How, I, I like light. Minnesota in the game. I don't know about the total. I mean, they're 10 and six. Red Sox are eight and nine. Minnesota's six and four on the road. Boston's five and five at home. I mean, I get why it's a pick. I do too, but I mean, I, I'd argue let's let's go get some Red Sox money. Right. I don't know. Boy, that's 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 ugly. <laughs> really is ugly. So the car the Cardinals were big favorites. Big dog Arizona win yesterday on the road against St. Louis, and they're yeah. right back to being a big dog again today. Yep. When will the books? Well, you got to find. I mean, they got to be a dog, but they have it's to already be? come down. Yeah, they're on the road. Okay. Yeah, they're on the road. They're not. They're not road favorites. You know, listen, yeah. pitchers are Jamison Montgomery. Right. There's, there's no. Doesn't matter if they're on the road there. That there's no. He's been good though. No, I know. I'm. I'm. I mean, I mean it opened and up. Trey Jamison has, has an ERA of 1.46 for Arizona. Right. So some Only places opened pitch, up but... 60. They're still at 60. I don't know. This will be a play. This might be end up being that you know Diamondback public play that wins. Okay. Right. 
Cardinals are up and and down. I don't know. Keep on. I mean, everyone keeps on giving the public keeps on getting plus prices on the Diamondbacks and they keep on winning. And it's working. So, I mean, Arizona right now might be the play to hop in on them. Yeah. Uh, The best pitching matchup of the day is Braves, Mets, Strider. Sorry, Braves, Padres, excuse me. Uh, Strider against Snell. Yeah, good ball game there. Who do you like on the side there? Well, favorite for Braves, Braves again. Yeah, I like the Braves. I've been I've been not crazy about Snell and them hitting for a guy while. doesn't get support when he pitches. Right. Doesn't so, last year, this year. Yep. Yeah, I just don't. So I'm not looking to. to well, it's minus one thirty five. Hmm. Ah. <sighs> Making you pay for the Braves, right? Which rightly right. so. Yeah, that's I mean, right. That's fair. You know, I mean, I, I get that. I get Freed why. Was, Freed was magic last night. I mean, he pitched good. The innings he pitched, he was really good. So, Braves for me. Three, three, top of the eighth. Guardians, Tigers at the moment. Right now. Right now, day baseball guy. Mets beat the Dodgers yesterday. Kershaw Mets are to the rolling. Kershaw to the mound, minus 160 on the Dodgers. Take the Mets. Yes. Really? Wow. I just ride the streak, right? Okay. I just rolling now. I mean, they won all the games at Oakland. They win last night. They win again today. I don't know. I I thought yesterday would go under with that pitching matchup. It flew over. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see them turn off the lights for the home run? Off? No, this is the, the LED flashing thing. So they yeah. So they basically they turn the lights off and like turn the flash yeah. those lights yeah. flashing them. Yeah, they're yeah. doing that in Dodger Stadium now. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, Red Sox are doing it. The problem it. with it is that Max Muncy hit a moonshot. Okay. The ball hadn't landed yet, and the lights were off. <laughs> Can you imagine being in the outfield? If you blind, you're blinded by you it. You can't see. The ball has not come down yet. I can't stand the whole thing. I don't like the flashing lights and all that stuff. But let the ball come down and the guy touch first. Fair. Then do before it. Before yeah. you do it. Somebody probably, probably a, got bashed out there. A, a rule change is probably coming. Gosh, man. Yeah, that's pro- that's probably coming. Trying to do too much. I mean, again, trying to get the kids and everybody to like the game. It's fine. Leave the lights on. Oh, I like that. You like it? Yeah, I like it. I, I like the LED celebration. It's very college football-esque. I like it a lot. I don't know. It's fun. It's just very, um, I don't know, it's easy to do and it's fun. Did you see the Bach call? No. <laughs> so, one of the oldest arguments at time is what is a Bach? Right. You know, and it's for you baseball guys that aren't baseball guys, pitcher's got to come set when a runner's on base and then deliver the ball to home plate. If he makes any move after he comes set, it's a Bach, meaning the runners are awarded a base. The guy, guy comes set, slides his foot, and then goes to deliver it. They said it was a Bach. It's did weird because not, it did seems he like stop? he does that every time. Did he not like, stop? I guess not. I don't know. So that's a block. It's, that's a block. If it's a slide just, move, it's a block. I mean, that's, you have to have that set. They got you got to stop. 
to come to arrested for a he beat. Did the and one, then he, and then he moved towards the base because his foot goes sideways, and then he goes to the. Plate. Oh no, that's a balk! You can't do that. So that's a balk. It was very strange. Yeah, that's a balk. Uh, you cannot fake like you're throwing to first and then was, go to the. Plate. No, no, yeah, no, no. He wasn't. He, he was right-handed, so he wasn't faking anything. He was literally looking at home plate. It's just. It's still weird it. that there are still rules like in baseball that extremely interpretive. Yep. Yeah. They're very interpretive. Yeah. Part of, the, part of the beauty. Ball. Finally, Brewers are 12 and five on the year, but Gilbert on the mound for Seattle today. Rolling. Right. The Brewers. Need, Mariners need this W. They got to get going here. Minus 152. 160 in other books. 60. 150. Oh. There's some variance in price. I like when there's a variance in price. I don't know. So far, Seattle's one of the disappointments. Yep. Agreed. Uh, but Gilbert's been pretty good. League. He has been good. Under in the game. Probably, yeah. That's that's my first thought. I hate laying these prices early when I don't know. Right. You know, normally I would say Gilbert, but I mean Milwaukee's playing as good as anybody. They're live and you're giving me plus one forty. Well, Fandle went to one. Fandle went to one seventy-two. Just now? No, just they've been. That's where they are now. On Seattle? Yeah. Wow. There you go. That's the best <laughs> yeah. price in the world. That ain't even close. Are you sure? I'm looking at it right now. Seattle wow. minus one seventy-two plus one forty-four in the take back on the Brewers. What's the take back? One forty-four. Boy, they're widening those gaps, son. <laughs> That is like you could drive a truck through that one. <laughs> when these other places have plus 140 and it's minus 154 or 152. Boy, I don't know what we're doing. Speaking of which, that's the next story on the rundown. What are we uh, doing with these spaces? So Canada oh, has Canada. now signed it. Ontario more than Canada. The province yeah. of Ontario yeah. is now suggesting that they are interested in banning all celebrity endorsements yeah. that they could be perceived as marketing towards kids Yeah, when it comes to sportsbook advertising. Yeah. I think this is happening in America. This is the first one that I've seen that I've gone. You, 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 you ever hear anyone tell you that before? Like when we, when we have these discussions, we've, we've talked about these celebrity endorsements, right? We have, you and I. this is, but this is different though. This is targeting children. This is, this is a different type of band. So they're going to say, like, we talked about the over the ridiculousness of having all of these different endorsements being done by celebrities, but Ontario is saying that if they think, or they can believe that the, marketing campaign is geared towards younger people <laughs> they're going to go ahead and knock it down and say and ban it and i think this is this is the type of stuff heading into an election year in 2024 this is the type of stuff we're going to hear in america it's kind it's going to happen we're going to hear people say we need to stop the marketing to kids because this is the same argument that was made for cigarettes it was the same argument that was made for alcohol We've seen these types of vices be when it comes to keeping out Connor McDavid is who they're highlighting, saying Connor McDavid's got a very young fan base. Connor McDavid's out in Canada. He's pitching to everyone, but kids are the ones who look up to Connor McDavid. So they feel like that is not the appropriate way to market, and those endorsements need to be banned. Did you see the commercial with uh, McDavid and Gretzky? I saw a while ago. Yes, I, I, yeah. it was a new one. I haven't seen one. 
Yeah, it's it's. I mean, McDavid's on the ice. Yeah, and Gretzky's like the coach, and they're talking, and it's it's an ad for one of the books. Right. I think. I mean, I, you know, we've talked about this. If the athletes are endorsing the book, if celebrities and music singers and all these actors, you just make it way more normal for everybody. The way they go back at them is that you're influencing kids. Yeah. And that's how you can get around the legal argument or at least get some pushback because up to this point, who knows what, I mean, like when you watch the games on the local feeds, Mm -hmm. I've seen the Chuck Barkley, Charles Barkley commercial for the same game parlay. A hundred times. Mm-hmm. It never stops. <laughs> they they put him sitting, old Charles sitting next to new Charles, and he said, uh, young Charles said to old Charles, boy, I wish I could have bet on me when I was playing, or I could have right. bet on my prop. Like, and I looked at the commercial. I was like, what? It's too it, – we, we've said it before. We'll say it again. The lines are too blurred, are and they not? They're coming back. They, they are too blurred, but they're coming back. This, I think, is going to be something we hear in America very soon. There's going to be some politician. Someone's going to talk about family values. Someone's going to talk about this is too much. We need to make sure that we're protecting kids. I read this article and I was like, yeah, this is someone's campaign platform. Someone's going to come in here and want to push this in a, in a statewide, you know, not national because they can't do it. Maybe national. I don't know. But statewide, they're going to want to come in here and say, you know, we're allowing our kids to be targeted for a practice that's fine for adults, but nothing we want our high school kids to be, in, you know, to be involved in. Does it get legs? Yeah, I think it does. You think so? Yes, I do. Yes, I do think it gets legs. Yes, people, politicians always look for ways of separating themselves and getting people's opinion on their side. And I think if somebody comes out here and starts talking about the fact that in whatever state that's legal, Ohio, Massachusetts, whatever it might be, and they start saying, hey, look at we're we're going to run into a big problem here. Look at England. Look at Canada. Look what's going on. We're going to if we keep allowing these athletes to endorse and go after our kids. On TV, we're, we're going to have problems with gambling. We're going to have a real big influx of addicted gamblers in a bad way that we don't want to have happen. Mm. So I, I do think maybe you're not pa- well, might, might not pass, but I think we're going to see people start talking about this. This is the most realistic reform that I've heard so far that I've been like, all right, that's a pretty easy fix. It's killing Joe Cool. Remember when they killed Joe Cool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same well, thing. We just dated ourselves by both knowing even what that is. But that's what it is. Okay. Joe Cool, for you young kids don't know, Joe Cool was Camel Cigarettes had a cartoon named a guy named Joe Cool who smoked cigarettes as a camel. How? I don't know, but that's their marketing campaign. Those were banned. You were no longer allowed to use cartoons to advertise. You couldn't use any of the Marlboro Man got banned. You couldn't even do that. You You're couldn't right. glorify the singing. The, the, you couldn't glorify smoking. Gambling is going to happen the same way. You're not going to be able to glorify sports betting. It's going to be a vice. It's going to be marketed as such, like right. alcohol is. Right. Use your sex and use all your thing, but you're not targeting, you know, a female who is dressed scantily at some bar. You're not 
automatically going after a younger 21 person because they got to be 21 to get into the bar. So putting an athlete at a sports book and making a bet doesn't really market to kids because you got to be 21 to get into the book. So those types mm. of advertising, but the, but the guys, you know, the scene where we've seen like the movie star and the athlete sitting by the pool together, arguing about what bet they're going to make <laughs> that stuff. I think is going away. I hope you're right. Maybe not immediately, but I think that stuff is probably going to be going away at some point in the near future. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We appreciate it. We will talk to you guys coming up tomorrow, same place, same time. For you guys live on YouTube and Twitter, it's time for BVB bonus time. Bonus time. And we roll into better to book it here. My bets, Dave likes it, bets it, doesn't, books it. Devils money line minus one twenty six to take game one at home tonight. Better get a booking. I'll bet this reluctantly. I don't know. Okay, I'll bet this reluctantly. I think this is a seven game series. I don't know the order. So Vanacek went three and zero against the Rangers this year with a two point seven goals against average. As I mentioned before, Igor one and two with a thirteen goal mark with three point two three goals against average against these young upstart Devils. I think they're too young; they don't know any better. Two and zero at home this year, the Devils were against the Rangers. Right. They get game one. Rangers probably get game two. This is a long series. This is not going to be yeah, a quick one. I think it's so too. A, a yeah. brawl. Vegas money line minus one thirty eight against the Jets tonight. Again, I don't know. I really don't know. I got the Vegas hat out, though, so I guess I got to go Vegas. I guess <laughs> I'll say bet it, but again, this might be an abort during the game. Like, this might be one of those. Fair. Okay. If I'll tell you this. If the Jets get up two. Oh. Wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. That's agreed. Yeah. yeah. Not even the bad news. Brossois is 7-0 and 3 on the year. 4-0 at home with a 1.84 goals against average at T-Mobile Arena, which is amazing. Hellebuck, two games against Vegas, 0-1-1 on the year, seven goals given up in two games. Mark Stone back. Vegas won all three matchups in the regular season against the Jets. Vegas takes game one, maybe game two. I'm not. I think your read on the Jets was right a month ago. Yeah. They can't score. Yeah, they really can't. So they can't score. They're not going to score on Brossois. I think this is a quick series. I hope series. not. Quick series. We shall see. The yeah, city's going to go crazy. If they if they win the first two games at home convincingly, mm -hmm. they're going to start planning a parade route here. They shouldn't. They got a long way to go. They got a long way to go. But that's what I mean. Tonight is going to be epic. That building is going to be rocking tonight at T-Mobile Arena. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch on TV. Looking forward to it. Yep. Colorado, Seattle, under six and a half at minus 132. Ooh. All three games went under between these two teams. Six, three, and one on the road to the under for Seattle. Five, three, and two to the under over the last 10 for Colorado. Both starting goaltenders in nets for the, I guess, a cracking go back and forth. But how do you, is it Georgiev? Is it Georgiev? How do you say his last name? I say Georgiev. It's not right. I say it too. That's not right. I Why? Listening the, I was listening to the broadcasting color for the Colorado broadcasting. They say it differently. Georgiev, Georgiev. 
Uh, we'll hear it tonight and say it that way. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I thought it's Georgia personally, but yeah, I don't know. Four-one win for Colorado. I almost bet the puck line on this, but it's too expensive. No wonder makes sense. You got six and a half. Yes, that makes more sense. Yes, because the game is probably going to fall. What four-two, four-one, somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah, I think Rock, uh, Avalanche team total over. I right. like that best, but yeah, we'll bet this. I think. Yep. And then I have one baseball play that I am eyeballing. I've not made this bet yet, but I'm eyeballing oh. this. Oh. Giants, Marlins under eight. Wood against Cabrera. It's eight and a half at Fandle. What that game finish last night? Four three? I believe so, yes. I think the I think the Giants or the Marlins won four three. Let me see. I think the Marlins did win. Marlins can't Yeah, Marlins score. won four three. Yeah, they can't score. Same score tonight, 4-3. Oh. At home, they don't score. Giants don't score much either. I'll book it just because I don't want to bet everything you're betting. <laughs> I haven't bet this yet, by the way. This is just yeah, a lean that, that, I'm, a uh, that I'm eyeballing. Yeah. And the other, I mean, for the NBA-wise, in-game, both bets. I mean, literally both games in-game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to watch one second of the Celtics Hawks. <laughs> I am. <laughs> full full disclosure. I'm not watching yeah, I, one I'm watching. second of it I'm unless you text me and tuck, say they could lose. I'm probably going to tuck, 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 tuck myself into betting first half and over first half. Oh, gosh. Good luck with that. Enjoy. I'm that. probably going to talk myself into betting that. Yeah. I, I I haven't bet it. I'm probably going to talk myself into it. And then in-game it with Boston, hopefully getting a little bit of a fight from Atlanta and get that number down to like four or three. Right. And take Boston. Minus three. I mean, they should win the game in cover. I think it may go very similar to Philadelphia. I think it's a very similar game tonight. Atlanta is not going to have much of an option, much of a much to offer in terms of resistance. Just got a, a, someone joined the chat right now. I want to mention David pass. Hey boys, you guys are great. Thank you, David. Minnesota wild fan here. I stayed up all night watching the game. Playoff hockey is the bomb. Good win. Congratulations. Big win for you, Minnesota guys. Big, big win. Favorite thing about today is what? Two things. One, Kendall went on a field trip today to the Smith Center. Nice. To see the stinky cheese man or something. I don't know what it is. She told me the name of the play. I can't wait. I wanted to go and chaperone. And um, she the stinky no. cheese man and other fairy stupid tales. It's a this book. Is, apparently so. I can't wait. I hope she has a great time. I love, as a kid, going to shows and going to the theater, and she kind of likes it too. You know, she she went with us. She wanted to go to the movie. Unfortunately, she fell asleep watching Air, but she likes this stuff. I can't wait for her to get home and hear how this was. So that was Air Air was such a whiff. Air was such a whiff. What? Air was such a whiff. You didn't like it? More than I. The more that the movie sat with me, the less I liked it. Oh, the more, I, the more, I, the more I was like, really? Somebody greenlit that? Like that could have been done as a documentary. Oh, well, I mean, maybe, but I tried to make a documentary out of a, it's trying to make a, dr- a drama out of a documentary and I can't get past Matt, Matt Damon and Son of Vicaro. Well, that was the weird part. I just can't get past it. It just ruined it. more than I thought about it. The less I yeah. liked it, the less I was like, it made no sense. <laughs> like right. Casting himself made no sense. It was an ego cast. Yeah. Oh, and it was a paycheck. I mean, he's, you know. Well, it's working with Ben. And yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, it's, it's an amazing story. And people are going to go to it like you and me because 
you know, were marks for that movie. Well, yeah, and there was a lot of references and things in there that yes, that know, was cool. Were, but so was but that's the same the same problem I had with the Mario Brother movie had awesome references. The movie stunk. Movie stunk. <laughs> Definitely, Super Mario Brothers will not be sponsoring the show. Um, the other best thing about today is that I saw a tweet this morning from Las Vegas Chris that prompted me to do a little bit of research. Oh, I saw myself. Yeah, and um, this is this is actually going to be this is greenlit. Charlie Sheen and Chuck Lore reunite after two and a half men feud for How to Be a Bookie, co-written by Laurie and Nick Bakai. How to Be a Bookie stars Sebastian Maniscalco as a veteran bookie who struggles to survive the impending legalization of sports gambling, increasingly unstable clients, family, co-workers, and a lifestyle that bounces him around every corner of Los Angeles high and low. Variety reported Sheen would have a recurring role in the series. Okay. You're greenlighting TV shows yep. and calling them how to be a bookie. How I Met Your Mother, sports book version. <laughs> Sitcoms about sports betting. <laughs> Welcome to 2023. I mean, <laughs> this is, this is, it's, no. I saw it and I went, I've pitched these people a lot of shit, like people like this, you know, and right. someday I'm going to tell the story about flying to LA on an, on an off day to shoot a pilot which I did. It was incredible, but my I mean, I mean, I mean, God, sorry. it's, it's, it's in the, it's deep, deep, deep in the annals. And there's up. actually the videos. Annals. It's, annals. It's, annals, not annals, annals, annals. Did I say annals. annals? I was thinking about something else. Sorry. I was thinking about something else. I got to go to the bathroom. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you so red for? <laughs> I hope you pass out right now. You look like you've been out in the sun for a week. What's wrong with you? <laughs> this is outstanding. You got to laugh. Anyhow, there's a show coming out about how to be a bookie. And I can't oh, wait to so watch good. it. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> um, anals. I didn't mean to say anals. I did say anals, though. Anals of history. The anals. The anals. The annals. Hurry up and do your best thing about today. I gotta go to the bathroom. That's it. That's it. I'm done. That's it. That's the best thing about today. That's the best thing about today. Oh my god. That was so Thanks good. for watching the show. We'll see you. Bye, bye guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Dave. Annals. Annals. We're out. <laughs>